who's back in the house? Oh. It's us! <laughs> Guess who's avoiding copyrighted works? It's us! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Muffed Movies Live! Thank you so much for being here. I am your glamorous host, Mark Ambrosius Soloff. Um, <laughs> Let me check my notes here. Now, Muff Movies is a podcast where we uh, recreate, reenact your favorite films using only our memories, our funny voices, and some tiny notes. And a loud chair. <laughs> this is Dave Stecco. <laughs> Dave and I came up together in the streets. Not true. Dave and I, <laughs> we did improv together like nine years ago. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Chewy? Hit the hyperdrive. <laughs> <laughs> Never actually said by Lando Calrissian, but we like to say it. Uh, Dave, are yeah. you ready for a space crawl? Damn right I am. All right. Are you I, all ready? I wore my, I wore my Star Wars Arabesh embroidered jacket. Dave, what does it say? Translate it to English. Shoot first. <laughs> yeah, I'm a real loose cannon over here. Okay. Okay. Sorry, ladies, I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Time ticks on apace, oh spirit, and I grow weak. So let us begin our tale. Space crawl. <laughs> The Phantom Menace! Turmoil has engulfed the galaxy because trade routes are in dispute. The evil trade federation, who is made up of some sort of green aliens, has created a blockade of half-donut-shaped ships in orbit around the peaceful and Earth-like planet of Naboo. But don't worry, because the Old Republic has sent two Jedi Knight negotiators to fix this trade dispute right quick. Smash cut. Exterior space, the Trade Federation blockade orbiting over the little planet of Naboo. We see a Republic cruiser approaching one of these evil-looking, half-donut-looking ships. <laughs> this is a Republic uh, f uh, freight person freighter 909 uh, to Trade Federation requesting docking clearance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nope, tote, it's, we were, we're so glad you're here. Uh, thank goodness. Yeah, come on in. You guys are great. Um, you sound young. Yeah, I look pretty young. I don't know how old I am as an actor, but I look pretty young. Yeah, I, it, it seems like you're a ship captain that you're like, maybe 11? Yeah, funny thing about the Star Wars universe force, is uh, uh, a lot of young people are put into scenarios that are very dangerous for them. You're going to see more of that later. <laughs> That's the Trade Federation for you. Anyway, come on in. Coffee's hot. Okay, thank you. Smash cut to... The conference room aboard the blockade cruiser. We see... Jedi Knight, Liam Neeson, a.k.a. Qui-Gon Jinn, and Ewan McGregor, like, looking pretty young. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> also he, like a child soldier. Yeah, he didn't at the time, because I was young, but now he looks pretty young. Uh, <laughs> these Jedis pull the hoods off of their faces and reveal themselves to the camera, and we all get excited because they're celebrities. <clears throat> we see 
the uh, silver protocol droid TC-14 waddle in with some <laughs> sweet green tea, Jedi's favorite drink. Master, we have been waiting for several minutes for these Trade Federation people to come in and uh, listen to us negotiate. Yeah, you know, usually these things go way faster. Like, like they know we're Jedi. And, I mean, the alternative, I mean, there's, there's an implication. You don't keep a Jedi waiting nope. is what I've heard. Nope. Guess we'll just sip this tea for about five more minutes and then just, I go. Wait, start. wait another five? <laughs> That's the Jedi way. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, smash cut to the Trade Federation bridge. We see the evil Viceroy, Newt Gunray. Not Ray Gun. <laughs> and the never forgettable Rune Hako. Not Dune Harkonnen. No, not, not Dune Harkonnen. <laughs> or Paul Arrakis. Um, yeah, uh... They uh, are on a long-distance call to their best friend, the evil Lord of the Sith, Darth Sidious. Hey, wait a minute. I got an idea. Voice choice. So um, I don't know if you guys are sensitive to this, but I feel like Newt Gunray's voice is like this horrible pseudo-Asian amalgamation of just like... Uh, just awkward. not since Mickey Rooney and Breakfast at Tiffany's has American audience has been treated to such such uh, such disrespect. Yeah, so um, I'm not going to do the Newt Gunray voice. I can do the Newt Gunray voice, but I'm not going to do the Newt Gunray it's voice. It's not a threat. He is not threatening you. He's just letting you know it's possible but improbable. So who would you rather hear than the traditional voice? Bernie Sanders. Oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> My uh, dark lord, uh, it's me, uh, Newt Gunray. Um, I am a, I am a rampant capitalist and uh, imperialist, as you know. Uh, I, I like to to squash the little guy and. Uh, uh, my evil lord, uh, I've noticed that two Jedi have boarded my craft. This was much more than I anticipated. Uh, uh, your plan is foiled, basically, and uh, we'll try again in four years. <laughs> So you, you let them on the ship? You didn't just blow them up when they were in space? No. So they're on the ship? They are on the ship. In fact, they've infiltrated the ship, you could say. None of us are Jedi. We're, most of us are very poor fighters. In fact, we're very bad at arguing. Am I turning into Christopher Walken? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you get Bernie Sanders scared. <laughs> anyway, uh, 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 Lord Sidious, what should we do? Uh, boy, the, the Jedi, I mean, they're... Oh, they're just so unkillable. Kill them. <laughs> Darth Sidious hangs up. Didn't pay the collect fee for the collect call. Long distance from outer space. <laughs> I don't even know how collect calls work anymore. Uh, anyway. Do we, do we still have that poison gas button for the conference room? Yes, I will hit it immediately. Perfect. The dioxys gas floods the conference room. Smash cut to the conference room. Master, do you smell gas? Jedi breath! Jedi what? breath, go! They activate their force trick of holding their breath. <laughs> Five minutes later. <laughs> uh, some doopy-looking security droids show up outside the death room and open up that conference room. 
Uh, you think we were seeing Phantom of the Opera at the Pantages Theater because billowing <laughs> fog rolls out. And riding upon it are that timeless duo of Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I thought that you were dead. What's happening? Yeah, for a bunch of computers, they're very slow on the uptake. Uh, yeah. A uh, 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 hilarious stammering. <laughs> followed by instant Jedi beheading. Well, Yes. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn has no compunction about ending the lives of sentient droids. And so they just zorch these droids aport. Which was unnecessary because... Uh, Young Obi-Wan Kenobi proves you can just knock them over. <laughs> that, they're just off the board at that point. It's yeah. chess rules. Yeah, Qui-Gon's a Luddite, and he hates technology. <laughs> <laughs> so they're zorking, and they're borking with their little lightsabers out, being boys. Uh, when, uh, <laughs> when Qui-Gon gets the brilliant idea, oh, the bridge is just across the hall. Let's actually, <clears throat> Morty, let's actually use our lightsaber and cut the bridge doors open like a badass. Meanwhile, the trade delegates are like, you think that well, you think we just gave you like our top shelf droids off the bat? Those are like our easy level droids. We've got way better roly poly bowling ball droids. <laughs> Which is exactly what they're called in the movie. Send out the evil roly poly uh, bowling droids. <laughs> they're called droid decas for no reason. It doesn't make sense. It's not it's barely alien in the wording. Anyway, the roly-polies, kill them. Oh, no, the Jedi's about to cut through the door. Uh, but leave it to old... Haxon Baxon? <laughs> leave it to old Rune Hacko with a brilliant idea to close the blast doors, which they a trade vessel has? I don't know. It's Star Wars. Everything's got to have a blast door. Yeah, it, they've got more double out. doors than Harry Potter. Oh, I got it now. I, that is a lifted joke from an old episode of Muff Movies. <laughs> Wait, you, you, stole, you stole humor for that? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Much respect. That was a high five for you listeners at home. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, okay, so this is really cool. Qui-Gon's trying to melt through the doors with his hot lightsaber, but the blast door just makes it too darn thick. They don't have time, and the roly-poly death droids show up with shield generators. They got force fields around them, and machine gun hands that shoot blaster bolts. Blasters that sound way cooler than any blaster we've ever heard before. Yep, and this is old technology for the Star Wars universe. So yeah. Things like declined technologically. <laughs> the they started to look like models and miniatures after <laughs> this era. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Qui- Qui-Gon insists that they immediately cheese it for better cover. Good idea, Master. Let's use the super fast Photoshop editing effect Jedi power that no one's ever seen before and we don't make mention of. Deploy <laughs> slide whistle. <laughs> they just like zoop, zoop, straight out of there like like video game, motion blur, uh, smash cut. Two, the hangar. We're going to see a lot of hangers today, folks. That's the theme of the Phantom Menace. Um, And uh, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan drop out of the um, air conditioning shaft because HVAC is super important to these slimy Neboidians. Um, And they see, oh, no. It's like a whole gigantic army of evil death droids loading themselves into big fold-up action figure carrying case ships. (laughs) 
Uh-oh. Master, it seems that they're preparing for an invasion. We'll have to hide aboard their vessels. It's the only thing we can do. And then when we get to the planet, I, you know, we'll just, we'll just go from there. Just wing it. We'll just get in the, the air vents of the planet, I suppose. It's worked so far. Master, you love the air vents. <laughs> you, just, you don't change a prospect just because it's, it's working. We're going to stay with the air vents. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so they load themselves up uncomfortably next to a bunch of folded up metal droids, each weighing about 300 pounds, I assume, just clanking into them. Ow, ooh, ee, uh. And we smash cut down to the Nebulian forest. We see these evil Trade Federation ships just like Windows 95-ing their way down. <laughs> Crushing the deciduous plants and creating a stampede of all these exotic alien animals. (laughs) 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 The Michael Jackson bird (laughs) is displaced from its native nest and it couldn't moonwalk fast enough. (laughs) Oh, R.I.P. Sweet bird. And in their midst is the most horrible character that has ever graced the face of the Star Wars universe. It's a half-man, half-amphibian Jar Jar Binks. It says, flapping its ears and waving about like it's a damn wacky inflatable arm guy in front of a car dealership. You know what? Um, voice choice. <laughs> Just to wait, it gets way more problematic. <laughs> yes. There's a voice we can all get behind. Yeah. That's how I always saw that character. <laughs> um, oh, real quick, let me do a stupid party trick for all of you. Uh, who's heard of Meatwad from the Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Okay, cool. Who's heard of Gollum? From, not from the Aquatino. Okay, I, disco- I discovered while well, in my laboratory that uh, there's a continuum between Gollum, Meatwad, and Jar Jar Binks, and that is you start with oh, Jar Jar Binks, and you go, me love you more and more, and then if you lower it down a little bit, you get Meatwad. And he goes, Frylock, can I go swimming? And then if you lower it even down further, you go, <laughs> Misa hates you, precious. And that's my party trick. That's the one. I'd like to establish as canon that they are all related. <laughs> they like grow out of each other. And <laughs> tuck them back in. Um, oh no, it's some sort of evil trade federation. I must flee. So uh, Qui-Gon and, and young Ben Kenobi, is there a shorter way I can ever say that? Obi-Kenobi. Obi. Little, o- little Obi. <laughs> <laughs> Qui-Gon and little Obi come smashing into him, which <laughs> then proceeds another round of flap-slappery. Padoink. Wilhelm screams. Yeah. <laughs> then they're all running. And uh, is, there, is there anywhere we can hide from the, the crush machine that's six feet behind us right now. Yes, as a matter of fact, I come from an underwater village. But we're going to cut that scene because it's unnecessary to the plot. (laughs) Smash cut. (laughs) To the streets of Theed. If you're Weird Al Franken... (laughs) 
If you're a Weird Al fan, you'll remember Theed is the name of the uh, capital city of Naboo where Queen Amidala lives. But what's this? Uh-oh. The droids have already beat the Jedi there. Mm. Queen Amidala in all of her, like, uh, bizarre paint and hair and giga glory uh, is being uh, cruelly marched across the town square by these skinny little droids being jerks. Her entourage, her, like, seven Padme girls are there and, like, one Renaissance counselor who's like... (laughs) 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 Irregular. <laughs> I've never. Um, I shall tell a counselor of this. Master, those people look like they're in charge. We should save them. Quick, let's blast out of this air duct we were hiding in. <laughs> Mesa thinks it's dangerous. <laughs> Quiet, you. Uh, Obi Kenobi, Qui Gon, and the other um, blast out onto the streets. They martial arts those droids into submission and free the queen and her. Entourage. <laughs> They're quite cosmopolitan. Yeah. Uh, uh, a kiss on the hand can be quite continental, <laughs> says Queen Amidala. Oh my, I've never uh, touched a woman. It's against Jedi policy. <laughs> <laughs> never again. <laughs> Ouch. Anyway, uh, do you have a hangar that we could go to? <laughs> Why, yes, we do, says one of the Padmes. Smash cut to the hangar. In the Imperial Palace. We've got to get you off this planet, Queen and Entourage, because it's too dangerous for you. Um, uh Uh-oh, there's droids still. Let's try to talk to them, (laughs) shall we? Um, Little Obi smash! (laughs) Excuse me, did someone say negotiations? No, he said smash. (laughs) Which then proceeds to destroy another... (laughs) The entire crew of poor, very sentient robots. I'm a father. <laughs> had hopes, dreams. One of them just finished college. <laughs> the first in my family to go. <laughs> Snickety snicked goes the hard light, and down goes the robots. Oh, no. We've got to make an escape. Do we have any unobtrusive transports off the planet that no one will see? Yes, we do. My most stealthy ship. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, let's take the giant mirror instead. (laughs) They hop on to this sweet hot rod Corvette of Naboo, and uh, it's it's shiny as fuck. It is just... (laughs) It's chromed out to the the zone. Chromed out from the dome out. (laughs) There you go. We did it. Put your little stamp down. Um, yeah, oh my gosh. They take off, and um, those droid tanks are not good at aiming because they miss, like, the one thing in the sky, and it's crazy reflective. Oh, maybe they were using LiDAR, which is light radar, and it bounced off the ship. Don't make excuses. Which is what them. it's supposed to do. Anyway... <laughs> Foosh into orbit they go, and they see that all-too-familiar set piece, the trade blockade. But that's not going to stop them, because they're brave. Murder donuts ready for them. Tiny little droid ships flying everywhere. Oh, it's that one sentient uh, battleship from Battlestar Galactica, Scar. And it's hot on their case. And it starts shooting the ass of their plane off. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Queen Amidala, the ass of the plane is damaged. Do we have anything that can repair it? We've got five things that can repair it. We'll send them all. They're friends. Humans? Nope. Okay, fuck it. Let's do it. (laughs) 
Oh, hello, boyos, says Jar Jar Binks in the back room where he's been relegated because no one likes him. You have to go sit with the droids. And what is it? Uh Uh-oh, callback for familiar-looking astromech droids. If y'all are new to Star Wars, an astromech droid is the thing that Luke Skywalker plugs into the butt of his ship so that it can have a computer in it. Anyway. Um... (laughs) And we recognize one of them's R2-D2 and three expendables. They all use their magnet roller skate hooves and go out onto the hull, the outer hull of the ship, and start just, like, putting out their little peckers and zapping the um, damage. Meanwhile, at the front of the ship, Queen Amidala, who's known these droids her whole life, yeah. said, it's okay, we've got R2-D2 and R5-D4. <laughs> they've, they've raised her. She was isolated a lot. There's J, JP75. Jake Jalen Hogg. <laughs> and these are new droids we're going to get to know for the rest of this trilogy. Yeah, they're going to be in the new Star Wars friends. series droids. Bolt laser smash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. R5. <laughs> D1. <laughs> yeah! 747! Oh no, the last one left is our old pal, the hero droid R2-D2, who knows what it's doing. And is swearing horribly the whole time, but we don't know what he's saying. (laughs) I do have power, I need to re re it! Dude! Is that offensive? I think, if you, I think if you translate it, maybe he'd talk like Gollum. Yeah. Hateful princesses makes me go out on the ship. <laughs> makes me repairs. I'm just, yeah, that's more your area. Fortunately for all of us, R2-D2 uh, reroutes the power coupling, which is kind of a theme in this. If you need to fix something, just take the one wire out and plug it into a different hole like you're an old-timey switchboard operator, which I assume is what George Lucas thinks is like electronic repair. Um, Yeah. Oh, lights are green. My queen, the shields are back, and we have the hyperdrive. All right. Well, punch it, you fool, says Obi, and they punch it. They go into light speed, and the Nemoidians and the woes of the planet all just wash off them like an Herbal Essences shampoo commercial. You remember those? Those are good. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> my queen, says the pilot. Uh, we have uh, two options. We can go to... Um, Puffy Planet, which is soft. Uh, Everybody uh, is very law-abiding. No one's allowed to have guns. Um, But it is controlled by the Trade Federation. And then uh, just to the left of that is Tatooine. Um, It's a desert planet. Um, It's ruled by the Hutt Cartel, which are like bloodthirsty gangster slugs. They just murder everybody. Doesn't he have that giant thing? Oh, yeah, the Rancor Beast. Oh, yeah, yeah. I always forget the name of that. Oh, yeah, we all know about the Rancor Beast. So it's Puffy Planet. Stop everything, says Liam Neeson, putting his hand firmly on Queen Amidala's head like a (laughs) big stern jerk. (laughs) We're going to Tatooine because the Trade Federation won't be looking for us there. And I love gangs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, my skin's going to dry out. I'm an amphibian. Said Jar Jar in a closet now devoid of droids where there's no one to hear him. <laughs> He's just been eavesdropping through the comm link. 
if I only could make a deal with God. <laughs> Apropos of nothing. Uh, smash cut. Two, Moss Espa. It's not Moss Eisley. Sorry, Mm-mm. nerds. It's Moss Espa. It's where um, everyone who gets enough money can afford to live. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a, a Moss above. <laughs> Moss Espa High School rules. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it's like, you know, these adobe huts and, and sand for a road and like all sorts of weirdo aliens and freakazoids and uh, gonk droids and various uh, dewbacks and other action figures. <laughs> um, and we see uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, Jar Jar Banks, and Padme, air quotes, also known as Queen Amidala, but they don't know that yet. Even though they're freaking Jedi who can read minds, they're like, let's take this handmaiden. I'm sure she can handle herself in a scuffle. And it turns out she can. Queen it's Am- too dangerous. She can't go. But I wanna. All right. Let her go. <laughs> <clears throat> um, ding, ding, ding. They see uh, a small... Used spaceship parts junk store. They don't want to go to one of those big box stores. Heck no. Because there might be a Trade Federation employee working there. (laughs) They're like, we got to go off the grid. (laughs) I know a guy. And so they walk in and, oh, fluttering in the entryway, the most beautiful (laughs) angelic flying alien they've ever seen. (laughs) It is the blue, small pachyderm trunked, Filthy, junk-dealing, swindler, con artist, guy who just licks doorknobs, Watto. He's got a lot of, like, five o'clock shadow, which which implies that there's a beard version of him in the world, which is far worse. I want to see Hospital Watto with that, that beard grown out. Oh, my wing. Um... And speaking of that voice, which I can do but am not going to do, I find Watto to be a problematic character. Uh, and if we do his voice, um, it's going to grind ours into pulps. Yeah. So, voice choice. Who do you want to be Watto? Football coach. Football coach. Damn right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Strap in, folks. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm Qui-Gon Jinn. Put it right there, homeboy. What can I do you for? You all look like you've been here. You've been a... Uh... Hard put upon. I got a lot of parts. Got a lot of hearts. And we're ready to win this for you. What can I do for you? Uh, <clears throat> thank you, sir. I uh, don't mean to trouble you. We just need some parts for a hyperdrive engine. Um, ho, ho, ho! Whoo! Well, you just go right to the top shelf, don't you? Yeah, hyperdrive well, engine. Yes, yes. I, I, I've got a sweet tooth for hot rods, I suppose you could say. Um, yeah, boy, don't I know. I got me a cavity from them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you showing me the inside of your mouth? Well, um, I gotta, I gotta lift up my proboscis. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's a smell. Anyway, um, I can pay you in Republic credits, which I am just. <laughs> well, a pile of farts and a half a dollar get you a cup of coffee with Republic credits. Huh. That that's that is to say, we we don't we don't truck with Republic credits. What do you here. use? Bottle caps. Well, you see, we don't have a trade federation on this world, so your Republic credits. Uh, no, any other world, most other worlds. I mean, like, have you been to Puffy Planet? I consider they them. would love to take your Republic credits there. Oh boy! Uh, but no, we uh, we're more of a take it as it come huts, you know, feed you to our giant beast sort of people. So what you got for trade? Oh, um, for bartering. Uh, mm, 
Uh, I, I, not much, actually. <laughs> um, you know what? Maybe we can take our business elsewhere, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe I can yeah, gamble or something. No, if you don't have much to trade, that's fine, because I do not have much to give you, because that is how a business operates. <laughs> is this your first day, genius? You know what? I, I didn't want to do this. I feel really bad every time I do it, but I'm just going to wave my hand in front of your eyes and say, Republic credits will do fine. Except they won't. No. Wave again. They will. Oh! Hey, hey, Jimmy, come on out here. We got us a fancy guy who likes to wave his hand around. What do you think? You're one of them freaky Jedis. (laughs) It don't work on me none, son. I've heard it all. I've smelled it all. Oh, man, Coach, I've never seen Jedi in the flesh. (laughs) (laughs) Sniff him, Jimmy. He's got that Jedi sniff on him. Oh, he smells like lavender. Moral of the story being... Uh, gas, 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 grass, or ass, but uh, Republic credits ain't gonna cut it. Okay, <clears throat> well. Do you have any grass? <laughs> Do I look like I have grass? Do I look like a hippie to you? Never hurts to check. <laughs> I do. Um, <clears throat> okay, I'll just figure my shit out in your lobby. Thank you for your, uh, your uh, insults and your <laughs> amazing imperviousness to my force training. <laughs> Pleasure wasting time with you. Sorry I couldn't use your mind tricks to take advantage of someone. Ah, speaking of taking advantage of someone, welcome back into the main area of the store, Qui-Gon Jinn. Look at what I've found, a tender boy. (laughs) Perhaps we can recruit him to be one of our soldiers. Uh, excuse me, Jimmy, get in the back. That's Anakin, that's my other boy. Hi, I'm Anakin Skywalker. Pleased to meet ya. (laughs) <laughs> you have never seen foot speed on a kid like this. I mean, he can turn on a dime. He will break your ankles. You ain't never touching him once he gets the ball. Hoorah, breakdown. <laughs> Is that what football people say? <laughs> Are football Marines? I don't know. Anyway, Anakin Skywalker, the cockiest three-year-old you've ever seen. <clears throat> it's just like clean and uh, carbon scoring out of a shot glass or whatever. Um... Hi, I'm Anakin. I work for Watto. He owns me because owning a human being exists in the Star Wars universe. Not cool, but, you know, it's the 90s. Couldn't get away with that on Puppy Planet. (laughs) I'm glad you guys are here. He's plucky. Yeah, anyway, Watto's just fattening me up until I'm juicy enough to harvest. But for now, me and my mom work for him, and he controls every aspect of our daily lives. Uh, but I'll tell you what, someday I dream of being a, a great person of note, like a starship pilot, or like a, a fascist dictator who chokes my coworkers with magic. Hey, Anakin, Anakin, tell him your mom's name. I swear to God, it's like somebody just had to make it up on the fly. Tell him your mom's name. Well, my mom's name is just a normal name. Her name's Shmee. <laughs> Shmee. Sh- no, it's his sh- name's Anakin. It's got like fifteen syllables, and her mom's just his mom's just like a, a sneeze sound. Yeah, it's a real Ricky Ticky Tavi scenario. Wait, is that it? No, that's that mongoose. Anyway, um, don't you go quoting Kipling in my shop. <laughs> oh, I see. We have a literature professor on our hands. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I love pod racing, which is part of the gambling scene. And uh, I hope we see you guys again in our store. Okay, bye-bye. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, the entourage of good guys leaves the store when suddenly, shablam, 
we see a sandstorm of the mummy-esque proportions just douche over town. (laughs) Oh, man, all the stucco is just sandblasted apart. Uh, And these off-worlders have no idea what to do with themselves. It's at least a three-mile hike back to their uh, shiny ship. We'll never make it. We need someone plucky to offer us shelter. If only there were a small guide who was local that we could uh, employ. Oh, Anakin! (laughs) Anakin pops his uh, two-year-old head out of the window. (laughs) Hey, um, there's a sandstorm, uh, and when that happens, the great Shai Halud will (laughs) surface and rend us all asunder. You need to seek shelter. Here, hold my hand, and I'll take you back to the, the Skywalker residence. Which Shmi owns. <laughs> Take Shmi on. <laughs> um, yeah, sounds good. Okay, they'll take this uh, charity from the child. <coughs> Anakin leads them back into the tiny daub and waddle hut of the Skywalker fam. It's a lot more daub here than I expected, but. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, sorry to be a burden on you. Oh, wait, I'm in the ship. Woo. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn and Co. enter behind Anakin totally freaking out Shmi because this is a crime planet and like a grown man a crazy looking alien and a, a handmaiden who can handle herself in a knife fight come in behind their son I offered them help <laughs> and dinner even though we're both slaves we've got extra right uh, I guess I'll scrape some more off the ground <laughs> <coughs> Uh, fade wipe to dinner. Shmi is just lobbing out globs of slob, and they are sucking it up like gracious guests. Best scrape I've ever had. <laughs> yes, you never got stuff like this back on Naboo, uh, Jar Jar says, and then flicks out his hideous, horrible tongue to consume the final fresh piece of fruit on the planet and swallow it whole. Delicious! Qui-Gon says, I could have stopped that, chose not to. <laughs> I was going to, like, Daniel's son, I'd just grab it, but I'm not touching his tongue. I'll buy you another orange or whatever that was. I've heard that apple seeds are poisonous, so I'm really rooting on that, <laughs> says Padme, the first line that we gave her. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> yes. Uh, so, anyway, uh, this is my mom, and um, let me tell you about myself. I invented C-3PO, even though I'm not, like, a brilliant roboticist or programmer. I guess you just snap them together here, uh, and I, we, don't, we don't have enough money to plate them in gold, like some <laughs> sort of fucking freak. Um, <clears throat> we just figured that between me and my mom and our indentured servitude, what we could really use is a, a protocol droid. Yeah, you know. like, you know, um, we really like to uh, punch down. So <laughs> even though we are like the lowest cast, we invented a creature lower than us to like do our chores. Um, it's really sick. Maybe he'll meet someone who can't even speak who he can hit and push around. <laughs> and the cycle continues. Speaking of cycles, I love bicycles, but even more, I love pod racers. It's two engines that float in the air and a sleigh with no uh, runners, and it goes too fast, and uh, the gamblers make us cruise around uh, desperate, dirty canyons that are crumbling and collapsing past Tusken Raiders who shoot at us with their actual human earth rifles, and um, I love doing it. 
he's really quite good at it. I'm very proud of my son. Jesus. I mean, it's, it's just two space jet engines in a basket. And he just rips around. And the other drivers are as much of a risk as if any Tuscan Raider with a gun. And they are expert shots. But they're all trying to kill each other. And I love my son. And I love my mom. <clears throat> and I don't love my dad because he never existed, wink. <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, you know what? I'm tired of this voice. Voice choice. Anakin Skywalker. Jimmy Stewart. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Oh, you, you see here, you're getting a pod race. And it's, it's, it's the most, the most exhilarating thing you'll, you'll ever ride. And is, you, know, you get these other races, and they get, they, get too, they get too damn close to you. I mean, you push them off. You, you, gotta, you never give up. That's what I got to do. I, I just try to keep my, 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 my stiff upper lip. That's what I do. Well, that's very brave of you, Anakin, says Qui-Gon Jinn. <clears throat> Noticing the time, <laughs> he extracts a sample of Anakin's blood, processes it, looks at how it's spiked the midichlorian level, which is um, force isopods that exist in all of us. Holy shit, this kid is like Jesus Christ. Uh, <clears throat> I gotta take this guy under my wings somehow. Mom, I, I met this fella today down at the shop. He needs some of my blood. <laughs> Turns out I'm, uh, I'm something special. <laughs> You, you are something special, Anakin, which is why I've decided as your mother and legal guardian to enter you into the death race so that you can win prize money and this nice, maybe Jedi man can finally get his ship off the planet. Whoa, whoopee, I'll finally get out of this one-horse town. No, uh. you're going to stay here. Wait, what? Yeah, I didn't make any side bets. That would be up to someone else who doesn't have legal custody over you. I'll just see about that. I'll talk to my new friend. He's got some of my blood. <laughs> uh, in the interest of time, smash cut to the pod race. You all know the pod race, and I know your favorite part. It's the two-headed alien voiced by notable whose line is it anyway improviser, Greg Proops. Right? Any Greg Proops people out there? The British whose line, not the American. <laughs> And he's, he's doing his best yeah, to not he's... be Greg Proops and be some sort of Casey Kasem-esque. Whoa, that little human is out of his mind. Uh, yeah, but you, you, can't, you can't, can't take the Proops out of Greg. No. There's, no. there's no technology for that. Sorry, George Lucas. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, because uh, time is running uh, very fast, I, I don't know why we just tangent. The yeah, whole movie. The whole time. Um, you know how it goes. There's all sorts of weird aliens. Quadraneros, um, the Noid, <laughs> <laughs> Julius Shizor, um, uh, C3PO, uh, the Pterodon, and um, X27, the rock and roll droid. And they're on, oh, and Sibulba! Everybody. Bo Boba, Boba Funt. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Offett, <laughs> Manjo Lorbian, um, Huddis the Job. <laughs> they all jump into their pod races, which immediately explode because of Sebulba's <laughs> industrial espionage. What's your tobacco? You listen here, you weird 
not quite bipedal freak. I'm going to win this one, I swear. <clears throat> the two racers zoom off and uh, are reaching the end stretch. It's so exciting. It's 20 minutes of high-action CGI that you can imagine in your mind. Uh-oh, the two ships are clunked together, and Sebulba's X-notch has crossed over Anakin's V-sumption. <laughs> oh, no. It seems that they are intrinsically locked, like... Javert and Jean Valjean in an epic struggle of life or death. You're getting a lot of your, your chocolate and my peanut butter, if you know what I mean there, Sebulba. What to do? Sebulba uh, does a mean thing and hits the death button, uh, and a, a death knife shoots out at Anacon. But Anakin, using the force that he didn't even know he had, redirects and waterbends that knife straight into Sebulba's steering wheel, which forces it to careen sideways, and the entire Spodstravaganza explodes. Congratulations, Anakin. You're the winner. It's not murder if you do it on the racetrack. <laughs> Yay, Annie. Whippee. Anakin wins and is showered with red hot gold. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> um, <laughs> just then, Qui Gon Jinn grabs Watto by his snout. Hey, remember the time I told you that if this kid wins, I get to take him with me? Yeah, well, you know, it was a fair deal, fair deal. You know, it was a good game out there. Everybody uh, had a lot of hustle, but you got this one. I think it was bullshit. I think that the refs were in your pocket, but. Uh... Man of my word, on account of you know you being bigger than me and all. Yeah, I'm goddamn right. I'm bigger than you. Clyde Young starts to twist the nose. Ah! It stings. <laughs> Take him. You, you just get the hell out of here. <clears throat> all right. Qui Gon leaves with his pocket full of weighted chance cubes because they don't have die. <laughs> they have ships. They don't have die. Um, yes. Is it a six-sided coin, really? A six-sided coin. Because it's just blue and red. It's just, there's only two outcomes. On <laughs> wow. We are, and this is why we run long. <laughs> <laughs>